Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. Hey, everyone. This is Mike Wolf with the Smart Home Show. This podcast episode is a little bit different than what I normally do. Oftentimes, I'm talking to people who are creating cool products in the smart home, people who are, who are doing innovation, or I'm breaking down the news, what's happened in the last news news cycle last week or so around smart home. But hey, it's the end of the year. It's holiday time. And I thought, hey, why not do a podcast talking about how to buy a smart home product or how to buy a smart home gift for your loved one for, or for a friend or whatever. And that's really what this is. And, you know, you, there's plenty of stuff online, blog posts on every tech blog about, you know, 10 cool smart home gifts for this year, for 2014. How to buy, you know, what are the what are the five gifts that matter? And, you know, those are good. Um, but by and large, they're basically just listicles, uh, products where people basically research other blog posts and said, hey, here are five things we've done. You know, they, they probably maybe maybe not tried out the products. But, but I, what I want to do is actually do a smart home gift buying guide for people. And, and give you some reasons to, and some things to think about, right? Because when you buy something like a smart home product, you're basically buying someone something that may require a commitment on their part. And there's all sorts of different types of people to buy for. If you're, if you're like me, you have all these people in, in your life who range from super technical, can run an IT department, to someone who basically can't do email. And all of these people you might want to buy a smart home product for, but it's vastly different uh sets of skills, vastly different levels of commitment that you'll be kind of putting into these people, different, you know, different abilities to install stuff. I mean, let's be honest, smart home products oftentimes require turning a screw, uh, doing some wires and all of these different types of things require different levels of skill. And so let's talk about it. Let's talk about, you know, maybe how to buy a smart home product in, in where we are right now, December, 2014, and, you know, what are some things we should think about? So let's get going. And, and again, I'm not going to necessarily be like pushing one product over the other in terms of like, I think this product's better, but, you know, I'll give some opinions. But that's really not what this is about. This is about what to think about when you want to go buy someone a smart home product as a gift. And so I have three guidelines that I've kind of thought up here uh, to get us going. And really the first one would be don't buy something for someone that's more difficult to install and maintain than that person's comfort zone. I mean, if you really think about it, my mom is a good example. Um, she, she's the person I was referring to. Sorry, mom, who can't, it has a hard problem with email, basically kind of computer stuff. I would never buy her anything that required any sort of technical things, any sort of turning of screws. And not because, uh, my mom, you know, is a capable person. She just doesn't do technology, right? She's just one of those people who doesn't do technology. So buying her, uh, like, you know, maybe a smart lock that she would be required to actually take the deadbolt out and, and do it. That's, that's out of the question. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe if you buy something that also includes packaging a task rabbit <laughs> or someone like who actually can install something with the gift that, or if you are someone who actually does the IT managing or you're kind of the, you're the home technology manager yourself, maybe this is okay. But again, if you're going to buy something for someone and then say, see you, see you later, see you next week. Um, probably don't want to buy something that requires a lot of technical skills. Secondly, yeah, you know, maybe buy a technology or buy a product that is expandable or is a foundation for further expansion into the smart home. 
as you know today, a, a lot of products you buy are, are kind of silos unto themselves. Like you might buy a, like a light from a or do something through a Kickstarter and buy this cool product, but then it's not integrated with anything. You're kind of left with this technology island. It has its own app, um, and that's a little bit more uh, tough. But I mean, if you look at like most of these products from the big players um, in in lights and, and locks and and sensors and smart home hubs, I mean, all of these products generally are parts of broader ecosystem to use a jargony word. I mean, but that's really the case. And so when you think about this and you think about how this, if this is like the start of a, like a seizure planning for them in the smart home, you know, you want to just give a little bit of thought of, is this something that they can then ex- add on to and expand? The last one I would say, you know, make sure you're buying something, a smart home product that has more of a, a help kind of is relevant to their life than a burden, right? So don't buy a, a smart scale for someone who d- who never goes into the kitchen. Um, you know, don't buy, uh, you know, a, a smart, uh, uh, irrigation system for someone who doesn't have a lawn, right? Maybe that's overly, overly obvious, but just give a little bit of thought to, you know, what person's lives are and how they'll just say, Hey, when you're explaining to them what it does, their their eyes light up, right? Oh, that makes sense. I'll, my life will be this much easier. That's really it. So let's, let's kind of start talking a little bit about some of the, the gifts to, to give and some ideas. And I'm going to start with a couple uh, my approach to this is going to, be, let's start with talking about people who have zero technical ability and what type of smart home product to get for them. And then we'll talk about maybe people who have a little bit or a smart home or technical ability, or at least have someone in their lives that can do that. And what are some smart home products for them? And then lastly, we'll, we'll kind of talk about going big and what to look at for someone who you, you think is, is going to be a foundation for like really maybe their, their home for the future. Like they really want to expand into the smart home in a big way. What are some gift ideas for them? So first, the newbie, the, the 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 tech person who the person who isn't techie at all. What, what do you get them? Well, I would say think about very basic smart home point products that really don't require any turning of screws, no wiring, and also has a very obvious like value. And a couple of good examples here, I think, are lighting and cameras. Um, I think uh, those are just two categories to me that just like makes so much sense. If someone who comes into the room and the lights turn on. Um, and and this is done using fairly straightforward technology. I think that's a really obviously obvious value there. And I think, you know, just go down the list of smart lighting providers, you know, Philips, Hue, Belkin, and others. And you could probably get some pretty cool, very basic smart light switches or, or smart light bulbs that, that work and, and don't require a ton of technical experience. And I think that's a good example. I also mentioned cameras. So, you know, these to me have been around for a long time, connected cameras going back 10 years. I've been playing with these things, but. They've gotten a lot better recently. Obviously, Dropcam is kind of the poster boy here. But I also think, you know, Closely is another good one. That's one I've been using. It's, it's pretty great. Uh, I like it a lot. So I think these are really straightforward devices that if they can, if someone could connect something to a network for them or if they can do it themselves, these things work really well because it doesn't really require a whole lot of work. But it really delivers fairly obvious value. I mean, the fact that you can monitor your kids or or your dog is great. You know, a good example of like using these cameras, I was out uh, on Sunday night and I kept, I got some alerts saying, you know, there's motion in your house. And, and I was, and I then looked at the video and as it turned out, it was my dog, but, but <laughs> another good category is music, right? So there's lots of cool wireless connected speakers. Now, you know, those I've oftentimes categorized in something other than smart home, but a lot of people tend to do that. But I mean, come on, I, I, I probably profess my love for, for Sonos on this, on this podcast before. And the great thing about Sonos is they've come down in price point because they've actually 
gone after that low-end category. So you could finally get into Sonos. And again, when I say low-end, it's all relative. For, for under 200 bucks, you can get uh, one of their, their – their, I think it's the Sonos One, whatever their small speakers. I have it right next to me here. Great sound. Like, fills a room. And that's the thing about Sonos. Like, no matter how, the, how small the speaker goes, they actually fill the room beautifully with their sound. Uh, and these are these are just something that, like, the most non-technical person will love. I mean, a Sonos speaker, right? Or can any sort of connected speaker uh, that that is, is well done or is almost exclusively well done as Sonos, that's kind of my go-to, is another great gift. Now, what about someone who lives in the kitchen? You might want to think about getting them a smart kitchen device, something like a smart scale, from someone like Drop or the Orange Chef. There, there are a couple out there. There's also these Bluetooth connected meat thermometers from companies like iDevices that allow you to monitor your meat. That's actually a great gift idea. Now that I'm talking about it, I think that's a pretty cool idea uh, for the guy, maybe the guy or the, or the gal who has everything and they barbecue. Get them a, a Bluetooth connected meat thermometer. That That's actually a pretty cool idea and they're pretty affordable. You can actually get those for. Uh, less than uh, well below two hundred dollars, you get one of these devices and allows them. And it's one of those things that you could talk about at a party, right? It's one of those things. Hey, I can, and 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 maybe it, it seems a little bit superfluous to people, but hey, that's what Christmas gifts are for sometimes, right? Get them something that like they have everything and and no one else, but no one will have this. Is a Bluetooth connected ther- the thermometer, meat thermometer, and that's something. Uh, like I said, iDevices is one they've made a name. They sold hundreds of thousands of these things. You can go to iDevices.com, check them out. As well. Now let's talk about someone who is buying a gift for someone who is not shy about maybe doing a little, something a little bit technical, um, isn't afraid of doing electrical wiring, or at least at a light level, or turning some screws. What to get for them? Now I think for someone like this, I think there's a couple items I think are, are pretty good gift ideas that won't break the bank. One is obviously a, a thermostat. So. Nest is the most obvious example. Probably they've even heard of this. A lot of people, yeah, one of the most popular smart home items that everyone seems to have heard of, at least the people who have heard about anything in smart home is in the Nest thermostat. So they're not the only one. There's also one from Honeywell called the Lyric. And if you go to Home Depot right now, you'll probably see the Lyric thermostat on an end cap. They, they're really promoting these things. I was in there the other day and, and was impressed with the amount of uh, promotion that they're giving the Lyric thermostat from Honeywell. Another one from a startup is called Ecobee. Uh, so if you're willing to kind of roll the dice a little bit with the startup, try theirs out. But there's a, there's a lot of these connected thermostats that I think could be cool because they deliver obvious value. And, and they're not overly difficult to install, but I think, again, you have to maybe twist some, twist some wiring. Another good idea, I, I mean, I've been a, a big fan, obviously. I've written a report about it, but I also just talked a lot about the smart walk. I think the smart walk is such a cool thing. Um, I think everyone will have one eventually, or at least a lot of people. And it's just such an obvious value delivered, the ability to send an e-key to someone who's at your house, your your mom's at your house, your dad's at your house, assuming they can actually work a smartphone, say, hey, you could get in, uh, and you don't have to leave that key under the mat, right? One I'll mention first is the August. Uh, it's a Bluetooth-connected lock, fancy design. Uh, it, it's 250 I would, if at this point, we're looking about uh, August Oh, excuse me, we're working at December 8th or December 9th. I'm not sure what date it is today. You probably want to go to the Apple store. You probably want to go out and actually buy this. Um, I I don't know how quickly they could deliver. You could go to their uh, website, august.com, and check it out. Maybe they can deliver in a, in a week or so. But again, if you're looking to get something under under the tree or in someone's hands, um, 
Actually, I'm looking at the website right now. It says up to four weeks to fulfill. So I would say that uh, if you want one of these, you probably have to go to the store. Another one is another smart lock is Kivo. So Kivo is a little bit cheaper. I think those are definitely below two hundred dollars. And I've 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 had a Kivo in my house for a, a while, and I I do like them. They're a little bit different than the August in that you actually have to replace the deadbolt mechanism for the most part. The August can work with it, but again, it, both of these require turning screws. So I don't actually think taking your deadbolt mechanism is that big a deal with the Kivo because they give you one. Um, and, and, and the August one is basically an overlay smart lock that goes on top of your existing one. But again, they both require actually doing a little bit of uh, turning a screw. So someone who is just shy of that, again, that's maybe not the gift unless you're going to do it. Cause I think the Kivo or the August or even the Dana lock, which is another smart lock are good gifts for people even if they're not technical, as long as someone's going to install it. So if you're going to do that, or if you want to hire someone like a task grabber person to do it, these are great gifts. Uh, they don't break the bank. And again, you could, you could find these guys pretty easily. Kivo, K-E-V-O, you can find that on Amazon and, and August. By the way, you can go to technology.fm for this and find, if you find this podcast, look for the Smart Home Show. I'll put a few links there. So if you just want to go to like a place to find the links to these places, uh, just go to technology.fm. Uh, look at the Smart Home Show and you'll see this uh, gift buyer's guide. And we'll have some likes. So that, that's one way for you to kind of get to these and check them out. Another fairly, fairly straightforward uh, one is, I think, something like the Belkin wall switch. So if you have someone who wants to do something around lighting and has some intelligence built into their lighting, the Belkin wall switch is a cool one. I mean, I, that actually requires a little bit of, of un, un, un taking, taking your light switch out twisting some wiring and putting that in. So again, that is something that is maybe not necessarily for the technically shy person or intimidated person, but I think Belkin in general is a, a good way to go for someone who wants to get into smart home. And Belkin also has products that don't require any sort of uh, turning of screws. You can just plug some of their uh, Belkin lighting switches into the wall. The, the basic ones I actually have uh, one next to me, the insight switch. Um, this is one that you could just plug into the wall. doesn't require any sort of turning of screws. And you can turn stuff off from your phone. And the great thing about Belkin is it uses Wi-Fi. Um, not that like Zigbee or Z-Wave or any of these other technologies are bad, but everyone has Wi-Fi. So that's that's a fairly straightforward one. It, they don't require a hub if you use Belkin. And so I think that's that's a good idea as well. So, so for the person who is not afraid of doing anything technical or at least has a little bit of technical capabilities, let's review. I think the thermostats are good gift ideas. I think the smart locks are good gift ideas. And I think something like a, a Belkin light switch is another good idea as well. So those are good gift ideas. Again, you could find the links to these at technology.fm. We'll have, we'll have some links for these. Lastly, just kind of wrapping things up for this gift buying guide, I would say if you want to buy something for someone like and go big, buy them a smart home system that they can build around, maybe expand something that's modular grows over time you visit them next year and you, you're going to add another product that, you, that builds, latches onto their smart home system if you want to buy them kind of the seed that grows into the oak i would start with the smart home starter kit uh from a number of different players so if you look at all the the smart home guys who have hubs and products around these hubs um you can you can buy starter kits so so smart things is one you can buy the smart things starter kit i believe that starts at 199 Smart Things actually is now part of the Samsung family, but you can still find them pretty easily. Insteon is actually a little bit cheaper, and so it, it, people who are familiar with the Smart Home know Insteon. Uh, they're actually available, I believe, now at the Microsoft stores. If you want to go to brick and mortar retail, if you want to run out to the mall, 
You can go to the Microsoft Store. And I also think they're in Best Buy as well. So you can go to Best Buy and find your Instant Starter Kit there. Another one a little bit more expensive is Vera. So Vera, which used to be Mikasa Verde. Um, you can buy their starter kit for $249. And that's a good one as well. Vera's a pretty robust smart home system. Lots of different things you can add on to that. And the last one I'll mention is the Lowe's Iris smart, smart Kit. And, you know, I think a good analogy for, for, for these starter kits are fireworks, right? So if, if, you're, if you're in the U.S. at least, sorry, I apologize to my international listeners. If you're in the U.S. and you go buy, you go to the fireworks stand, you can buy like the the really low end one with like some obviously some uh, some sparklers and a couple things that pop, a few things that go in there. But if you want to go big and buy like the the big kit, like with tons of like Roman candles and things that explode in the air, and like you're impressing your friends when you go home, and, and then you're also worried about setting your house on fire, I think the Lowe's Iris Smart Kit is a, it's kind of like that that big fireworks kit because it has lots of stuff on it. I was just looking at it, and it, it actually has. Obviously, the hub, it has you know, some motion sensors, contact sensors. It has a keypad, smart plug. It has a thermostat. It has a range extender. I mean, it just has a lot of different things for a starter kit, right? Because I think these starter kits generally are not going to be like 50 things. The starter kit usually has like a way to get, do a couple of things. But the smart kit actually has a lot of stuff in it. It's, it's like the big firework kit. And uh, Lowe's Iris, uh, obviously, you can find that online at Lowe's.com. But also, you go to go to Lowe's and you find it. But I'll have some links for that as well, straight to the starter kits on technology.fm. So I hope this is helpful. I hope this is like a, a good approach. Again, it's a little bit different uh, podcast. I just thought people who might be thinking of buying gifts and wanted to buy someone for something for someone that is smart home e smart home ish. Uh, this is just like a way I would think about it, right? The different approaches for different types of people with different budgets and different technical capabilities. It also just depends if, if, if you know, you're the person in their life that's going to install it and manage it, or if they have some in their lives that, that all kind of factors in. So I hope, with this this guide, you have some ideas, some different categories of products. And again, I'll, I'll put links on the site to the different products we talked about today. So if, if you want to just go to technology.fm, you can find that as well. So, hey, everyone, once again, thanks again. Have a happy holiday. And I'll be coming out later this week with the Smart Home up, weekly update on some of the news because it's been a couple of weeks since I've done that. So stay tuned for that. And again, if you haven't ever listened to the Smart Home Show, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And again, technology.fm. Just go there. You can find it there as well. All right, everyone, have a great holiday.